The Cavaliers playoffs 2018. We run this league. Nothing gonna stop LeBron James. Everybody knows about LeBron. But don't forget about us. The other Cavaliers. And whatever LeBron needs, we'll get it done. As long as what he needs isn't basketball. But we've got everything else covered. Every time LeBron makes a free throw, I'm right there with that high five like, there you go, LeBron. I always got LeBron's back and his shoulders. I hold LeBron's third and fourth cell phone. You know that thing when you roll the ball up the court to save time? I'm pretty good at that. And I only play in blue jeans. I average zero points, zero assists, six personal fouls. I sweep up LeBron's chalk. I run the pick and roll. That's when I pick up LeBron's laundry and roll it on over to his house. I'm 53 years old. I have seven kids, and two of them are also on the Cavs. Our point guard is a Roomba. I'm still learning the rules, and I'm a slow learner. We run an offense called Hot Potato. LeBron throws us the ball. So, Saturday Night Live uh, finally came out with a skit uh, about something that we've all always thought. (laughs) We always knew this. I would be, if you can name all 15 players on the Cavaliers roster, I would give you props, probably. I can't name the starting five. Yeah, I don't actually know who's, and it changes all the time, because it doesn't matter who they put in, honestly. I think that's the biggest, that's the (laughs) most important thing to note here, is that it literally doesn't matter who else is on the team after LeBron. So, LeBron's done this basically his entire career until he decided to leave and create a super team. Uh, and then he went back to Cleveland. And, uh, <laughs> As his most I, okay, super guess, team of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, he, he decided to create a super team, the 2018 Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, he did. Kyrie was hurt that one year against Golden State, and then Kyrie wasn't hurt, the, and like Kevin Love was hurt that first year too. So, and now we're in the situation where, yeah, Cleveland's... Cleveland, LeBron is Cleveland. Uh, and SNL put out a fantastic skit, which you just heard because it was at the opening of this pod. It's uh, a lot of pressure. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure, <laughs> right, Smitty? Uh, and I, I personally think it's hilarious. Uh, they put it into better terms than I could ever. What was your favorite line? I'm going to start with mine. My favorite line was, our point guard's a Roomba. <laughs> And, like, LeBron, here's the thing, though. LeBron is one through five on that team, so it doesn't matter. That's basically what they're saying. The Roomba just pushes the ball up the court. Wow. You read so much into that. I did not. I was like, it's just a little cute little robot. I thought (laughs) LeBron James was the Roomba. (laughs) My favorite line was, every time LeBron makes a free throw, I'm right there with the high five. Yeah. I think that's the best. <laughs> uh, my favorite line is I kind of piggybacking on that one, and it's "Way to go, LeBron! Way yeah. to go, LeBron! Way to go, LeBron!" <laughs> yeah. yeah, that thing where you take the ball and you roll it up the court to save time. Yeah, I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like I laughed out loud when I watched it. Hello. Hi, do you want to go to a party with me? No, the game's on. Oh, I almost forgot. I'll be right there. We like sports and we don't care who knows. I'm shooting hoops. Welcome to the back to Sauce and 
Sassin Tost, episode 10. We're, it's a decade. Do you want to restart that one? No, I'm happy. Okay. I okay. felt good about it. Yeah, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm fine. You rolled with it. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. See, the thing is, it only gets awkward now because you pointed it out. No one would have noticed <laughs> I know. I, I, weird that's why Smitty. I pointed yeah, so it Smitty, out. You know, <laughs> this is really embarrassing for you. Dog yeah, Smitty, is you know, this a new we feel bad Is this a new Smitty. record for how fast someone's getting tossed <laughs> yeah. on the show? We're not even the first sentence into the opening. Yeah. and Tossed. Tossed. Two-minute penalty. Get out. Your own apartment. Wow. You have to wait outside. <laughs> just like, just tap on the window every once in a while. Can I come back in? No. You, you guys you just hold up a timer against the window? <laughs> you guys laughed really hard at that. Can you say it again? So that I, I can hear. I hear. So this is episode 10, which is our decade, I don't know, whatever you want to call the it. The champagne episode. The champagne episode. I'm now just saying all the episodes of the champagne episode. Why I thought you were supposed to bring episode? champagne. Where this is, is the candy Oh, this episode. is, was this, yeah, we've got candy. Why did we say it was the champagne one? I don't know, 10 seemed like a good number. We don't know. I don't, I, it Christ. made Smitty, sense when we talked about Smitty it. Smitty promised to buy Baby Duck or... Yeah, uh, Smitty. Was Bambino. that this episode? Bambino, sorry. Yeah, that was this episode. No, next episode, because we we're That's missing an episode. That's what you said last week. No, but we're down an episode. This yeah, is okay, like but how did we get there? Does anyone remember how we got... I can't even... Like, ten? Well, we, we probably decade, had a bunch that, of beers It's not champagne, like, we don't... <laughs> yeah. Who knows? I don't know how we got there. Mm-hmm. Anyways, you let there. us... Smitty letting us down again yeah. without bringing the champagne. I'm good at it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, this is Sauced and Tossed, and you can find us on Twitter at Sauced... Tossed Pod. Tossed Pod, and Instagram, you can find us Sauced underscore Tossed. Uh, I'm Craig, and I'm your host today, and you can just... I, those are the accounts that I use. <laughs> I'm Brian. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Bryread11. Uh, Smitty, and you can find me on Twitter at From Tape to Tape. It's your boy Snacks. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SnacksGC. And uh, you can find me writing about baseball every week at the10day.wordpress.com. I'm feeling good about hosting today because I hosted two weeks ago and we lost the pod. So I feel like I haven't had a chance to host in a while. Because uh, I, I did episode three. And now we're on 10. Yeah, it would be really unfortunate if we lost this one. Yeah, too. I know. I we get that know. Smitty's really just... <laughs> oh, no. Episode, yeah, Epi like, 10's oh, gone. Man. I can't find it. We only it. lose ones that Craig does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would like to start today with uh, with the NBA. I think it's it's pretty important. Uh, one of the things that, uh, you know, in Snack's opinion, the leading candidate for the RO, uh, ROI this year, Rookie of the Year, Ben Simmons, put up an epic stat line uh, where he scored one point. Uh, and that, if anyone who knows anything about basketball knows that that one point isn't even a single bucket worth of points. <laughs> That's uh, true. When, it's you, a half when you put the ball in the basket on a regular play, it's usually worth two points. Now, I'm not saying... He, did, did he miss a free throw? I think so, yeah. <laughs> I'm not, like, better. a basketball expert, but, like, do you get a point if you put the ball up through the bottom of the net? Do you get one I think you minus a point for that. <laughs> I can't remember, It's a goaltending penalty. Yeah. <laughs> penalty. Goaltending penalty. And, uh, I mean, Ben Simmons has had a pretty good year. Uh, unfortunately, because he's very outspoken, 
a lot of people roasted him on this. Uh, someone came out with a Wilt Chamberlain picture of yeah, him holding up a paper great. with a single one on it. Uh, <laughs> they just got rid of the two zeros with his face. That was super funny. Yeah, uh, that's good. Uh, and uh, I really wanted to find out how Snacks was feeling. And like we roasted, we everyone that wouldn't know this, we roasted Snacks pretty hard over this but through our group messaging. That wasn't even the game that we roasted him about, wasn't it? Wasn't the one point game the game before that? The the game we were roasting about was... Uh, the one point game was game two. Yeah, game three, game three was when and uh, he, he like went up and he, he broke the dunk. Like, he broke no, the but dunk that's so not. Yeah, hard. yeah, but we're that we started roasting him about that. We'll get it's to true. the. We'll get to the. Roasting. We'll get there in a second. I just after a one point game snacks because I know you kind of vicariously lived through the Sixers. How and do you ben feel? Simmons. How are you feeling after that game? Uh, I. He's no longer a basketball fan, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that's how he's feeling. I feel like uh, even worse is that he only got five and seven on rebounds and assists. Like. Uh, if you're Ben Simmons and you get completely shut down and they're baiting you into these long-distance shots that you're scared to take, you need to be able to find cutters. You can't put up seven assists in a game like that. Like, no one cares that Rondo only scores four when he puts up 22 yeah. if you're being guarded like that. Yeah. And uh, just the way they were... I feel like a lot of things that I didn't like about that game were worse than the one point. I don't expect Ben Simmons to go out and score 20. No one does. Mm. Like, one sucks, but, like... He Run's failed that bad. games in a lot of other ways. Like, he wasn't taking advantage of switches. Like, Brett Brown ran a ton of plays to, like, expose switches on defense and get him to try to post up and stuff like that. And he just he just wasn't looking for his shot at all. He posted one of those single-triple stat lines. You know, you don't hear about them very the often. Coveted single the coveted single-triple. The coveted single-triple. The 76ers... You know, we all, I think we all sat here. I think I had them in six. But we did have an awesome argument about how we thought that Boston was not counted out. Uh, that we thought Brad Stevens would be an X-Factor. Whoa. That we thought... We all thought that, but Snacks was like, no, this is when coaching won't matter. Yeah, you were right. like Sixers and you were like Sixers uh, four. But I, I, I very specifically remember saying that this type of attitude, and I related it back to, which you probably haven't watched yet, when Orlando made it. Oh my god. Shaft. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot that. And yeah. they got swept in the first round playoffs because they were just this young, cocky, inexperienced team. And I'm not saying, like, I'm not... The Sixers are good, and they have a little bit of that confidence, which is good, but we've seen that kind of get taken away from them. And most recently, yes, there was a couple costly turnovers, a botched wide-open dunk, and then Al, Al Horford played the best four seconds of his entire career. He's uh, had a great series. To, to yeah, finish. Yeah. yeah, but like, think about the like four seconds in that game. He gets the inbound pass to go. He then gets the steal and then makes both free throws. Yeah. In like four seconds to yeah, ice was, a game in OT, right? Uh, so, unfortunately, that was the Sixers' game to lose, right? They were they should have won. Uh, Boston yeah, the, really pulled out the stops at the end there, but the Sixers had a couple turnovers that really kind of screwed them over. Yeah, they're so, a team that's uh, like throughout the year they've been probably the worst team in the league for turnovers, and they're just trying to like adjust to like. They play at, like, Phoenix Suns fast basketball. I think they're third or fourth in the league in pace, and sometimes they just try and push it too fast and, like, play this real, like, fast-break offense, and it's they're just not quite as skilled in practice together to be able to do the things that they're trying to do. And uh, I don't think they should change, but it's clear to see that this team hasn't played enough yet. They're young and inexperienced for, like, such a fast-paced system, and it leads to so many turnovers. 
Jason Tatum has been a freaking monster, though. Yeah. It's been so good. And, like, we're just going to talk about, like, I... It's his first year in the league, right? He's a rookie? Like he's a real, a, I think a he's a rookie. rookie. He's yeah. an actual rookie. So, real rookie. Okay. Yeah. one of those ones that we also kind of posted on there was that the Boston fans, so this was game two, was cheering, oh, yeah. he's a rookie. <laughs> and then Tatum was asked about it, about, and he's like, uh, well, I'm a rookie. <laughs> like I love that response so much. Um, does Jason Tatum get enough credit in the rookie race right now? Uh, uh, no, definitely. Well, I guess not. not that sounds it's, weird. It's not as well. Obviously, they don't really take into account playoff performances, and he was great most of the year. But at the same time, you know, Kyrie was around at the beginning of the year, and he wasn't playing as much at the beginning of the year. So it's, I don't know. It's really it's hard to quantify it. Like, he's obviously going to end up in the top three. He's going to probably be third in the voting. Oh, he's third for sure, yeah. So it's that's still a pretty great year. But you don't think he gets any consideration for top Well, rookie... Oh, no, no, rookie wasn't... If wasn't, they were grading rookie after the year is a regular season. Award. It already, it's already and he had three on. terrible months. Mm-hmm. He had three really bad... He hit the rookie wall probably the hardest out of anyone who came mm-hmm. out swinging. And, uh, but he got better, he got better at the end of the year, like right at the end, but like, and he's definitely, it's, it's funny, like a guy like Tatum with the strengths that he has had, or he has with the defensive strengths has, that was only going to be better for his team in the playoffs. Like he's one of those guys where those skills become better in the playoffs and you value them a lot more. Like basically the whole Boston Defense is the reason that they're winning this series. Jason Tatum's playing the way that OKC wants Carmelo Anthony to be playing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, that guy is just a complete remake of, like, 2011 Carmelo Anthony. He's been really, really good. <laughs> yeah, and so now now they're down three games to zero. Uh, which I think has kind of shocked everyone. I don't think anyone was expecting this. No. And... I now think it will be a four-game sweep. Um, I don't think the Sixers mentally can recover from that. If they do, I'll give them a ton of credit. If they come out and win the next game, that is... They're not going to win the series. We know this. Like, basically, no one's come back, right? Um, But if they can come back and win one game, the next game, I will give them a little bit more credit, saying, oh, they, you know, they can do this in the future. Uh, I think it would be a big statement game for them if they can come out and win one after losing the ones that they should have won. Yeah, they're also and, the overwhelming favorite for the betting line for Game 4, which is <clears throat> odd to see. Mm, in Game 3 mm. and 4, like overwhelming favorites to win. Interesting. Uh, did you guys read the Jalen Brown uh, quote about the Game 4? He was uh, Somebody asked him about uh, whether or not they would get like caught up and the fact that they have a 3 nothing oh, serious lead. Oh. Uh, and then he was like, we won't get caught up. we we got to finish the drill. I'm, I'm not one that was ever uh, taught to play with their food. Yeah, <laughs> and unfair. I was like, wow, that's unreal. That is a, a ballsy, ballsy <laughs> quote. Yeah, well, I, and so Al Horford, you know, what a... he's We talked about him, but for Boston, like... Papa Al. Yeah, seriously, Just right? The, the, yeah. Fo- the force down low. The veteran force down low that they needed, I guess. So th- this kind of brings me... So we all think four-game sweep or now? Like, now that we're readjusting? I think it's the gentleman sweep now. I think that the Sixers take one, and then they're done game five. Mm, okay. I've got... Yeah, I've definitely got Boston... Winning the next game. Yeah. I think it's it's interesting. I would say the Sixers will probably take one because, again, I don't know. 
Like, the Celtics have surprised the hell out of me in this series. Um, but again, we won't know their killer instinct until we see their killer instinct. Like, if they win in four, then you got to think the next round, the Cavs may not have may not have as, as tough of a time or may have a, a bit tougher of a time than they're having right now. So then that brings me to how many games is Boston going to win next year when Kyrie and Gordon Hayward are back? I don't like it's to me it's interesting because it's like obviously you have to find minutes for these guys but those injuries have propelled that team like made that team what they are right now so like Jalen Brown he's he plays the three and Hayward's a four and obviously Kyrie's a one so is Tatum like where's Tatum gonna play you know like he needs you need to start the guy somewhere can he can they play like a weird hybrid you know like probably. But this, they they got to trade Terry Rozier, right? Probably. They can get so much for him. Yeah. Also, I, we did talk about coaching. Al Horford, did you hear see his quote? After, like, he was praising Brad Stevens. That inbound play was, like, all Brad Stevens. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because Brad Stevens is the best coach in the league. And he's, like, basically, basically Al Horford was like, sometimes he draws stuff up, and I just look at him like, okay. <laughs> and then it works. And then it works, yeah. 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 The, the starting lineup, if I was going to guess today... What they come in with at the beginning of the year, I would say Kyrie at the one, Marcus Smart at the two, Gordon Hayward at the three, Jason Tatum at the four, because mm. he does play the four and played it a lot in Duke, and he can guard a lot bigger than he is, and then Horford at the five. And Jalen Brown's going to be the sixth man off the bench? Yeah. Hmm. That that's, makes sense. That's yeah. not fair. That's a big lineup. Now, the other thing is, is that you don't know. When's Al Horford's contract up, though? He just signed with them last year. The year yeah, he's got, Hayward, he's right? got some, yeah, yeah, he's, he's got, got some he time. He signed a max deal. I think it was five years but the the thing is is that like as good as this team is and as good as brad stevens is i don't know about like like i mean the ability for hayward and Kyrie to play together is not a foregone conclusion i don't know if this is a team i don't see that being an issue no but it could be an issue hayward's pretty unselfish yeah 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 with point guards but you don't know like it's not. It's not a guaranteed. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Like, it, it may not flow. It may not flow. Yeah, like it might. It, it might, might have not. too many. Maybe peas it's just in the every single now. time yeah. Kyrie throws him alley oops, the leg thing happens. Maybe that's just they just can't <laughs> run that play ever again. Yeah. He has fear of catching alley oops from Kyrie. <laughs> okay, moving on. Uh, our least favorite subject. NHL. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh. The Raptors. Ooh. Ooh. I'm gonna start this one off with okay. the, the series. I'm having a hard time speaking about it, so it's just it's, so uh, disappointing. It's, it's better to talk through it, there, Craig. <laughs> I think that uh, even as disappointing as this series is, like, and like for the one fourth quarter he disappeared. Lowry has been a monster for this team. I didn't expect mm-hmm. him to still like because he's getting kind of older now and he's playing on this Raptors team with such a young unit. I had questions about him being able to fit into the new offense. Especially as a point guard, and he struggled early on, and he's been a monster. He's playing so well on the defensive end, and uh, to see like people like giving him hate, like when he's just been like everything the Raptors could ask for, and a lot more. And same with OG, like stepping up and like the way he's been playing on LeBron James when you can't really ask a rookie to do that. Like, there's a lot of good things to look forward to on this team. If like you gotta give a shout out to them, even if they're done. So, after game, was it after game two LeBronto came out? Is that 
And there was? Yeah, it was after game Has two. everyone heard of Lebronto? Yeah. yeah. How did it start? It started in LeBronsville <laughs> and just moved its way west. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I like I, I didn't do I just saw it come in and like himself laughing. <laughs> basically Moved its way west. <laughs> Roncesville is in the West. They moved away from LeBronto. Basically, uh, anyone who's not a Toronto fan has dubbed Toronto as LeBronto uh, because LeBron owns the city, basically. Uh, Unfortunately, we have nothing to back it up to even fight about. Like, we can't be like, no way, man, like, that's not true. It... LeBron destroys the Raptors. Uh, you, it couldn't, it couldn't be a better man. (laughs) Like, it's the thing about the LeBron owning the Raptors is, is that like basically every team in the league can say Uh, that LeBron. So we're getting there. Okay, so we're getting, we're getting, we're not, we're not there yet. We're getting. There's a couple teams out west that they definitely can't say. So I'm getting there. So first of all, what I like, and this is our up and comers. So Fred Van Fleet gets asked about it. Yeah. And his response was, I don't give a fuck. He should. And, like, <laughs> you know what? Fuck yeah, Fred Van Fleet. What a great comeback to that. Yeah, but, okay, so here's my problem with, with the, the whole thing. And, and when he said it, and when I heard the Fred Van Fleet quote, quote, I was like, fuck yeah, man, that's sweet. This is awesome. Like, you guys are, like, he's pissed off. He's going to play with that some That was before game, game three, though. And he's going to be fired up. And, yeah. then, and then they fucking... Lay the biggest of eggs in game three. Yeah. Like, they were down 15 to 20 points most of that game. Yeah. If you were that, if you were actually that mad, how the hell? And he started that game, too. I know. He started game three. They went small ball lineup with yeah. Serge on the bench. Yeah. And and you're going to, so if you're going to say stuff like that, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to come out and say whatever he said, um, then you better fucking back up your words, you know? And he didn't, like... Obviously, he didn't come out and say, I don't fucking care, we're gonna destroy them in Game 3. He didn't say that. No. But, like, he still was pretty aggressive in his response and clearly was pissed off, if you heard his tone and, and saw his kind of demeanor when he was asked a question. So if that's if that's the case, then come out and play pissed off. Totally. Punch somebody in the mouth in the first... And Five you know what? I was expecting something from that because even like Fred Van Fleet got into it with LeBron early in the series. Yeah, right. I'll like give him a give him a forearm in the back yeah. on a rebound or something. And I, you know, I still like Fred Van Fleet. Game three, you know, there's too much to talk about in game three. They're down fourteen, whatever. Demar has like the worst game ever, and he had the worst negative rating, and he sat all of the fourth. Yeah. And they staged a comeback without him. OG hits a open three to tie the game with eight seconds left. And then LeBron runs down the court. Does LeBron thing. And hits what I would call one of the more epic buzzer-beating shots we'll see. To sink the Raptors. Yeah. Not like, it goes down as like one of the worst one the Raptors have ever gone up against. But it, it goes down yeah. as like one of the best buzzer-beating shots I've seen. Yeah, that's, yeah. that'll definitely, in the in the uh, end of LeBron's career highlight package, that's, that'll probably be that's in there. That's up there. It's going to be littered with with uh, Raptors. Toronto Raptor jerseys, that yeah. highlight package, that's for sure. If they get rid of Casey, though... Um, do they bring up stack? Like, do they hire Stackhouse? Do you think? I would. Think I think he would be the front runner. Yeah, I think he's there for a reason. 
He's worked with a lot of the young guys that are on the team right now already. So I don't like. I uh, uh I don't. I don't like the way LeBron or uh, LeBron. I like the way I wish we had LeBron. Sorry, no, I don't like the way Demar Derozan what? has played basketball in the last month, and the month and a half. And I don't think he, like, when Fred Van Fleet was hurt in that Washington series, and Demar was handling the ball more often. Like Demar is not. He's not the guy. He's clearly not the guy. He didn't even play in the fourth quarter in a in a must win game because he was getting double teamed, and he didn't know what the fuck to do. Yep. You know he was bad and he's been bad in the playoffs before and he had some really great games this year this year in the playoffs and he was obviously he dominated the regular season but the problem my problem with DeMar Rosen is that he it, he doesn't have all the tools that I want in a superstar basketball player that's on my team he's not a superstar but he's not yeah, sorry, yeah. a shooting guard who gets can't paid shoot. like one <laughs> he does he's a shooting guard that but can't it's like, shoot, okay. and he refuses to drive so out of the four kind of big names that we have because I will say these are our kind of four big names I think it was I, just, I keep DeMar over the other three for sure. Between JV, Ibaka, okay, and Lowry. If you're getting that's rid of all, Lowry, you have to give up a bunch of draft picks or a couple of your young guys. Right? There's there's someone to take exactly. Yeah, that's all well so you're, but you're no never one, getting rid of Lowry. You're not getting rid of DeMar either. You're not no. going to get rid of Serge Ibaka. No, no one's one going to want him. He has zero no trade value. The Phoenix Suns might want him. JV's got some good trade value. Maybe he gets, gets gone somewhere, but he's... Probably the best. Of, he played the best of the four other oh, yeah. than Kyle Lowry. But he also has probably the, the fastest step-in replacement yeah. out of them. No, I think, I, Ibaka I think, does I think too. Ibaka yeah, has same the as replacement. Siakam, Siakam could start yeah. and play 35 minutes in game four. Yeah. And I think we'd be better off. I also think Nigera should just get some more looks because... Uh, there's no reason not to. Exactly. Like, it doesn't make sense. Uh, they could get something for him. I think at the, at the yeah. end of the day, this, uh, this team... Has peaked with its current staff and its yeah. current incarnation. And today, and this this year was the test, though it was this year was totally the test. Right? And I don't, say, I don't think that the best thing to do is going to be to blow it all up, but uh, like I definitely think that there needs to be. I I really like the idea of just switching coaches and leaving the team the way it is. I think it is still a good team. They still finish coaches. Number seed. They're not going to be able to trade the guys that that we want them to trade. They might be able to switch. They might be able to do something though. The only guy that they would get something for is Demar Derozan, and they're not going to trade Demar Derozan. They won't. Like if they traded Demar Derozan to the Lakers, they could get like a Julius Randle, and they can get maybe one of the young guards like a Kuzma or something. But that's not going to happen. And no one's going to take Lowry so or this, Ibaka. This offseason for the Raptors, especially if they get swept four straight, will be really intriguing, I guess would be the word. Like, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I think the future of the Raptors is being like... I don't think they're a team that has the fan base that would let them to tank. I think they're going to be the team that stays around an eight seed. It's like eight to four for like They were a the long number time. one seed this year. Like, th- that's the crazy part, though, is like, yeah, they were the number one seed. They, they had the best regular season out of everyone in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. They can still honestly be like a four or five seed without some of those bigger yeah. names in the Eastern Conference right now. Yeah, but it's going to be really sad <laughs> in like two years when all these guys come up on contracts and it's like, we'd love to sign you, but we have max money on Lowry and DeRozan. And yeah, yeah we can't pay you. And it's like, like Fred Van Fleet. They're not going to be able to this Fred year. Buy Van Fleet yeah. for nothing. Who's buy right? Norman Powell for nothing. Buy, like all these guys are just going to be gone because they signed these bad contracts. That you kind of had to sign though. It was look. It looked bleak last year. Yeah. I don't think they had like. Again, it looked real bleak. Kyle last Lowry's year. the had Lowry a good one year, and I like Kyle Lowry. Yeah, I don't think that, that's a bad. That sign. was that was a. I think that was a, 
a bad signing. Yeah, that, it's good that, that it's only three years though. Yeah, that one. Lo- that one was one of those ones where everyone would be okay. Was a, the Serge Ibaka one made sense at the time. He needed but, to do it though. But that yeah, and thing. now you see, yeah. like you see how Siakam's played this year. And if you known, if you hadn't known that Siakam was going to step up the way that he that he did, I don't think that or Siakam and I guess Portal as well. Mm-hmm. I don't think they would have signed Ibaka to that contract last mm-hmm. year. But yeah. obviously that's twenty twenty one. Yeah, I'd say. Okay, so we all agree that the Raptors bummed us out. Yeah, I mean, I had Raptors. I honestly had a lot. Oh man, I'm sauced for my dudes. (laughs) I honestly tossed, and it was a contested two. That's an air ball. (laughs) Yeah, it was actually two free free throws, and they only made one. (laughs) Another shot of Ben Simmons. (laughs) You know what my favorite part about the Ben Simmons one point game was? Is that somebody asked Donovan Mitchell about it, like the day after it happened? And Donovan Mitchell had like of all the guys that could have been that could have taken a shot at Ben Simmons, Donovan Mitchell's like, yeah, man, like that happens. That's a tough game. He's, yeah. I'm sure he's gonna play better the next game. Meanwhile, if that is such happened a to good Donovan dude Mitchell. and should be rookie of the year, but if Donovan Mitchell scored one yeah, point, yeah. Ben, ben Simmons, Simmons would like, Ben Simmons wouldn't say anything, and Bede would say so <laughs> much shit. Yeah. Um, they man. would talk so much trash about but, the game. Uh, who was it? Sarge, Sarge, who tweeted, uh, uh like ROI. After the one-point game? I think it was Sarge. I can't Sarge? believe that. No, no, no sorry, not Sarge. No, no, no. Uh, Goran Dragic. Dragic, yeah. I don't know uh, why I always get those oh, stuff. But the Dragic. thing is, I oh, told you. he's the one that punched him. But yeah. Ben Simmons <laughs> is rubbing everyone the wrong way. Yeah. So, anyways, moving on. Uh, I would like to go straight to uh, the Pelicans. Just really quickly, just dabble in. And the uh, Pelicans... Until earlier today, they were looking. They they won a game against Golden State, which which was surprising. That was a big accomplishment. For which them. was more a Golden State loss than a Pelicans. Yeah, that definitely felt like it. <laughs> uh, I mean, this Anthony Davis seemed pretty confident going into this, uh, but they're down three one now. Man. And we, they lost by twenty points. Yeah. What we the Warriors did love to lose game three. That the truth isn't necessarily the truth, right? Yeah. 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 So I, I mean. I'm happy for the Pelicans because they made it this far. I'm happy that they won a game. I, I think that's it, though. There, I don't think there's anything else. Oh, no. I don't think there's anything left. Kerr started the death lineup in that game, yeah. and they murdered them. Yeah. And then apparently he's come out and said he's going to do it again. It's called the Hamptons Five now. <laughs> Since they replaced Harrison Barnes with Kevin Durant, they call it the Hamptons Five now. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, that's really all I have to say about the Pelicans. Anyone yeah. else? Um... Drew Holiday is like even though like in his last game they didn't do as well. He put up seven three and nineteen, and the way he plays defense is wild. He's like up there with like Marcus Bard and like these guys who are the just or Andre Robertson, like guys who are just like can be in a lineup and score zero points and make giant co- contributions to a team. Like he is, I put him as like a guard on like an all all the all NBA defense team. He's been amazing on that side of the floor. No, he doesn't. He won't get that because he doesn't have the name. Yeah, all the the all NBA defensive teams are the biggest joke in all of I think professional sports. It's so annoying. But anyway, yeah, I, like he's 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 great, obviously, and he was so good offensively in their first series, right? But it's 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 the Warriors. The Warriors. It's almost like they they just they always lose focus in the early rounds because they just don't really care that much. So they'll they'll give up a game here and there, but they're gonna win in five and. Uh, 
And we're going to be on to the next round to see. Guess how many players the Warriors put on the floor against in the last game versus the Pelicans? Seven. Thirteen. Yeah, thirteen. Like 13 <laughs> yeah. or fourteen. They went deep. I was like, they're either going like... They put out some trash in the last couple of minutes of that game, too. They were, they're, they're like rolling like Kevin Looney and Quinn Cook with like Sean Livingston and Jordan Bell. Yeah. <laughs> like... So, uh, kind of moving on to... I got really excited. I'm just like... I fangirl over Ricky Rubio so hard. I'm looking at a picture right yeah. now. I'm just like, man, he's so cool. Weren't like, he eliminated like a while ago? Look at his, oh, look yeah. at his picture. Yeah. Look how cool we know you is. don't watch basketball. <laughs> <laughs> look how cool he is. He looks like Zorro. Yeah. So I got super excited because he was listed as questionable for today. Yeah. yeah. But he got yeah, officially yeah. ruled out. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, my question about the Utah Jazz, or as we like to say here on the pod, the Utah Jazz. <laughs> uh... I mean, the game's on right now, so we can make some predictions, which is awesome. Yeah, Houston's up right now. Can sure. can the Utah Jazz win another game against Houston? Are they still in contention in this series? Houston's, no. Houston's looked pretty bad in the playoffs, I think. like They haven't looked like their regular season juggernaut, but I, I don't think that Utah will win another game. Maybe they win game five if Ricky, Ricky Rubio comes back, but I, I doubt it. <laughs> I like so Donovan Mitchell got some more points on my side because yeah Donovan Mitchell's averaging like twenty seven points a game right now but he goes out after the game three loss because this is game four right after game three loss and he basically goes no I got to fix that I got to do better and he's the rookie on the team yeah and I'm like yes Donovan Mitchell like it's not on you but good for you right like I think that's pretty interesting be I like. Donovan Mitchell is that team now. Yeah? yeah. Like I He's clearly like he's not the best player on the team. And uh he's not like the vet presence, but like he is the face. I can imagine him being the locker room leader at this point. Like you know yeah. how people are yeah. like uh Kevin Durant's the best player on the Warriors by a lot, but Steph Curry is that team. Totally. Like I feel like Donovan Mitchell is that team. I agree. I I totally yeah. th- I'm like again, as even Utah, they must be ecstatic to be where they are right now. But what I love about this Utah Team. Is they totally yeah? Well, I'm getting there. We'll get there at the end. But they totally think they can win this series, which is kind of like, is that ignorance? I don't know, or is it just like, yeah, no, we're good. We can do this. Self confidence. Yeah. You you have to believe it. Totally. Every team in the playoff has to believe. It. Like Anthony Davis thinks he can dunk on every Warrior and score a thousand a night. Totally. You have to believe that. Honestly, yeah. I, I think that's the problem with the Raptors is that they don't have enough guys that believe that yeah, they literally they have none, no one believes. I think they're, they're it's just OG. I, and think, like, yeah. Yeah. And I like, think they're totally shook to their core, man. Oh, I, uh, for sure. Right? Yeah. Like, After honestly, that game one where it was like you like you gave it your all and you lost. So I think that confidence is a major, major thing. And clearly there are times where you hear it from a team and you don't believe it. But when the Utah Jazz, who were like arguably the best or second best defensive team in the league, says it, it's like yeah, like they can clearly lock down almost any team. I think can they do it consistently enough to win an entire series against the best team in the West or second best team in the West? Probably not. In in relating it back to the Raptors, I think that is one of the problems with DeRozan is that DeRozan gets shook so easily, and he's he is the leader on the team. On the court or off the court. Yeah, and his body straight up though, shows it, But too. you know how yeah. we talked about, like, Fred Van Fleet, this is his, this is Fred Van Fleet's team now. Yeah, it didn't look like it in the first no, three corners of game No, three. but it did when he came back. Like, honestly, like, they have embraced Fred Van Fleet as this, like... Yeah. 
And like when he's he a was out, fireball. maybe yeah. maybe maybe when that's was, because they've been following Drozen for so long, and he's never been able to else. fall through. But Fred Van Fleet had a great year, and then like he wasn't in, he was hurt, and then when he came back, instant impact. And like I feel like they've really rallied around Fred Van Fleet. Yeah, but because they needed that, like he missed two game winning shots in that first game, and guess what? Yeah, yeah. but like he, he you might bring the energy, but. Can he can he hit that shot when it matters? And that does matter. But De, but Demar wouldn't have hit that shot either. So no. I just think it's they don't a, have a guy that can. Hit I think shot. Fred Van Fleet has really kind of taken the identity Miles. of the Raptors. CJ Miles can't hit that. No, shot. I know. <laughs> why, why do you say I, that? I, I forgot. Uh, I wanted to mention this because in our last pod, Snacks is the only one that picked the Cavs to win this series, and his reasoning was that when it comes down to a buzzer beater. LeBron's gonna hit that, and the Raptors don't have somebody that can hit that. Yep. And Snacks, two out of three games, yep. fucking nailed it. What did he have? The Sixers winning in six? Yeah, no five. Him? I think. Oh, we had. Oh, right. It was. It was five. So he blew That's it on that side happen. of things. That's still gonna happen. We haven't got to game five yet. But his reasoning <laughs> behind win five. picking the Cavs has They're been gonna... pretty friggin' money. Sixers win in five in yeah. game five. So <laughs> they win <laughs> game five. You're and you're. <laughs> You're so right, though. Like, I, LeBron. I don't know. You guys got caught up in the Homer thing. I'm not a Raptors fan, so I can see it clearly. You guys, <laughs> yeah. got, you guys bought the hype. You well, ate what do you up. believe? Yeah, because yeah, you... like, if you're ever gonna believe in a Raptors team, this was the year, and I that's mean, why it's so disappointing. I mean, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't have we didn't have much faith when we were making. No, the I mean, it was all, always like all, Raptors in seven. We all were like, we were all like, yeah, LeBron has to beat the Raptors four times, and guess what? Uh, He's yeah. beat them three already. <laughs> so, kind of moving on because this is something I brought up in the last podcast and you guys kind of all ripped me apart being like they just signed him to a max contract they can't do that today the report comes out and i was so mad about hassan whiteside if he played in my organization i don't care what would have happened i'd be like you're never putting on a heat jersey again after some of the things you said i swear to god that's how i'd feel about it report today yeah, strong support among heat execs to trade hassan Whiteside. but that's the problem with with your outlandish trade requests, is that there has to be another team? You do that have to wants trade that. him to somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I understand you can't that. Just fire him into the sun. Well, I mean, you, you, you can. You can pay him to not play on the team. That's true, but that's a that's a bad idea. It's a terrible idea. But I honestly, if I this is and this is why, so I'm gonna go. This is why I respected Maybe he just the gets Cubs. Lost at sea. <laughs> yeah. This is why I respected lost the Cubs so sea. much uh, a couple years ago. Uh, I forget who the catcher was, and this is why some organizations like yeah, the Blue Jays are such Montero. Montero comes Montero. out and has an interview, and he says stuff kind of about Jake Arrieta. Yeah. The next day, DFA'd. Yeah, gone. DFA'd the next day. Yeah, they yeah. didn't take long. I could see. Then the Blue Jays picked him up. Theo Epstein doesn't take flack from nobody. But so man. and the Heat. So the Heat. This is how I felt. I saw some of those quotes. I'm like, man. No wonder you're not going to get on the court ever it, again. I mean, it's a, it, so it's a little different when you're like a journeyman catcher who they could afford totally. to get rid of versus but like Hassan Whiteside who just signed a max contract. I agree. If they feel he's beefing with the coach and is a culture problem, maybe it's worth it. It's like we it's, give up a first-round pick and like Ben Adebayo or Derek Jones That's exactly how like they that. feel right now. I don't know Guaranteed. if the NBA, the NBA, as far as I know, they don't have like a buyout type thing that... They, they have like with. a... It's the... Uh, the Gilbert Arenas Clause. Are you Ooh, familiar with no, that? I'm not sure. I'm to look that, that up right up? here. So it's an amnesty clause. It's uh, if you've maxed a guy who just completely becomes terrible, you can do something. <laughs> Is to that get... the actual language? I'm I'm looking it I up right so. now. Is the uh, I just know that there's a. It's called the amnesty clause or the. Uh, 
for the Gilbert Arenas rule. And... Yeah, you can... If you've given this guy a max contract, after a couple years in, instead of waiving him, you can just pay him the equivalent yeah. of what someone similar to him is worth in his last years of his contract. So if he's like, you've signed him to a max and you paid him for three years, yeah. in his last year you can go into arbitration and pay him someone with a similar stat line's average contract. Oh, so just the last year. That's, yeah. Okay. Not as good so as the buyout. Like, uh, so there's this, uh, speaking of like things that you don't do, like unwritten rules where you don't talk smack about your star pitcher or whatever. Yeah, at the time, um, 100%. That was so hilarious. So there's this like, famous, there's a famous myth in hockey about uh, there was a guy named Bill McCreary who got uh, who was a draft pick from the Toronto Maple Leafs. Isn't he a ref? He was, uh, no, th- that's a different McCreary. <laughs> okay. uh, <laughs> they, he uh, was playing in his like second or third game and it was in 19, uh, I'm trying to remember what year it was, but it was... It was in the eight. It was in the eighties. Uh, it was in the eighties, nineteen eighty one. Um, and Gretzky. It was like Gretzky's first or second year in the NHL. And like the rule was because he had like Marty McSorley on the Edmonton Oilers. So it was just like you don't hit Gretzky. Gretzky is the best yeah. player in in the league by far. Is like untouchable. You don't hit hit Gretzky. But this is like a guy coming up from the minor leagues and like was trying to make his name and absolutely destroys Gretzky coming through center ice through the neutral zone. And Gretzky's, like, laying on the ice for, like, several minutes because he just got his, his clock absolutely cleaned. And uh, the the myth is is that he never played in the NHL game. Because they, like, sent him down. That was it. That was and, it, it. and, like, it, they, it's been called a myth because he, like, played a few more games after that. But he never did play in the NHL game. There are just things that you don't do. I there are like, written rules in I, sports. I feel like we should track that guy down. Yeah. <laughs> if we ever had a shot at talking to somebody on this podcast... Like he's the kind of guy that I think we could get. That was that was the second. It was in the second game of his career that he did that, and that was the second game of his twelve game career. <laughs> that was it. So, let's just take a quick poll right here. Not, I don't want you to name. Do you think there's any suitors for the Heat or for Whiteside? Do you think someone picks him up? I'm thinking They're Sacramento Kings. Kings. Man. If if I am yeah, somebody, I'm, exactly. I'm somebody with look at Brian. He's like, yeah, actually, you're right. No, I it would be awesome. Like the, I would be like targeting. They need him a big man. Hard. The fit is there, but why would any after after everything that he's done and everything he said, why would Someone anybody want him? I would if, I, if I was getting me, Boogie and Rondo together. If I was me, if it, if it was me, I would be really, really, really trying Boogie's to get him hard. Different. Not like Rondo's hard enough. Different too. Like it's those guys were just pissed off because they were losing so much. You know, Hassan Whiteside's just causing a fit because his team's winning games without him, and there's two guys on the roster that are better at his position than he is. Yep. But I think there's a lot of suitors because the Heat are also going to have to give up draft picks and young yep. players with him. So I think, I think there are yeah, a lot like, of suitors. There, it's so much hidden potential, but he's a total cancer. Yeah, it would have if to he's be in like a better a, franchise that he likes to be in and likes the people around yeah, him, he it would, might be able to be like It would have to be like a Brock Osweiler type trade where the Texans traded Brock Osweiler and a second round pick to the Cleveland Browns for like nothing. Well, know? yeah, they but just it gave them a but second round pick. With Osweiler, there like wasn't the ceiling. There wasn't like the potential out of him that like 
that Whiteside has. That's the nice thing about it is like if you're somebody with you can take a chance. You can be like, absolutely, I'm going to take this chance. I'm either going to trade for a bad player with a bad contract, or I can get or I can trade for a bad player with a bad contract who has the potential to be one of the best defensive players in the league. Of course, I'm going to take that chance. The Phoenix shot. That's crazy. You just like you don't want to buy into it so hard that you like end up not getting. Like the max. If you're getting trades, like the Raptors, like Josh Richardson, why would like? Can you see the Heat and the Raptors making some trades as no. we just talked about untradeable contracts? No, the Raptors would never, ever, ever trade for Hassan Whiteside. That would never happen. I probably agree with you. Masai but wouldn't. No, Masai wouldn't. Do Masai it. wouldn't. I don't think he'd do it. Masai's he, a lot like you, man. He wouldn't take that shit. <laughs> I know he wouldn't take that shit, but I, mm, I'm not going to go there. Was what there if a connection? Be- was there not a, a connection between Masai? Yeah. If they, take, if they take Serge's, if they take Serge's contract, you might know. Us a couple picks. That's what I'm saying. I exactly. I, you might have to look this up. I thought there was a connection between Masai Ujiri and Hassan Whiteside. I'm like, I do. I, yeah. Anyways, I'll let you guys look that up. We're uh, sending that to our. Uh, who, what's his Brad, name? Brad. Brad. We're sending that to Brad. Brad. Uh, I think that's all I have for basketball. I want to get bring up one more thing. Is uh, came out today that You're supposed uh, to be looking that up. It, I'm going to <laughs> last basketball thing is uh, Kawhi Leonard's been out of town of the Spurs. Oh uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Did you who know any, any and he wanted his he was going to paying private doctors. It was the Philadelphia 76ers medical team that Whoa. came out. Why? Yeah, but that's you reading. Do they have that's a guy, do they have, do they have a guy with like a calf injury? Like he's going to the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers like facility and using their doctors. Like that's who he's choosing to work with. Huh. No, he's using the doctor that the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers also use. Who probably he's not going expert. to the Seventy Sixers facility. Calf injuriest. Yeah, like yeah. It, that's that's there's a he's just a doctor. It just okay. Really one of quick the best vote though. I, I feel less confident that Kawhi's back. You guys, I thought I was like on board of like I think Kawhi's fine. Oh, I was not on board. Trade Kawhi to the Miami Heat for Hassan Whiteside. Wow, and a bunch of draft picks. I don't think that that would. And Greg Popovich would fix Hassan Whiteside. Actually, he would. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, Yeah, he probably would. That'd be a good pickup for them, maybe then. For both, they would have to. They would have to give up a fuck ton. What? What? As in, yeah. So I'm looking up right now, jumping to NHL news, is uh, the Medieval Times Golden Knights are up one nothing in an elimination game medieval against Times the Sharks. This is this is an elimina- an, an elimination game? Potentially. Yeah. Right. Like 3-2. For the Golden Knights. For the Golden Knights, though. Not for... <laughs> to the get si- eliminated. To, no, no. For <laughs> to, the, to take out the Sharks. <laughs> to take I, I out the Sharks. I prefer calling them the Medieval Knights. The Medieval, medieval Times Knights. The Medieval Times Golden Knights. So, Golden State... Or Golden State... <laughs> Golden Knights are up one nothing. Let me just make sure I got this right. On the San Jose Sharks. <laughs> yes. In game six. Six. And the Golden Knights of Medieval Times have a 3-2 lead. They're up 3-2. So when I said, yeah, so Sharks and six is, is probably So Smitty, bad. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> Your predictions were wrong. And as I mentioned on last Whoa, week's pod. They're not, they're, they're not very wrong yet. No. They can be They, can they be could in a couple be hours. even more wrong, yeah. <laughs> but as I said last week, I'm going to start writing about on the 10-day how uh, wrong Smitty's picks are. I haven't started that yet, but I thought this was a good way to start. Uh... I also then still think Golden Knights are winning the cup, but I don't know. You know, just, oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> just to make sick. Smitty feel really good. Uh, I'm with Craig on this. You guys, you guys read the Slack. Yeah, <laughs> I am. I just it's this story just keeps getting better and better. They just keep defying more odds, more odds. And actually, Smitty, not to, but I can. Your analysis on this preview was you thought. 
that you know the Sharks were a team that had been there. They have superstars on their team, and the Golden yeah, Knights, no, it was, uh, and it the was... Golden Knights are just kind of nobodies. And like this is a team that probably should beat the Golden Knights, right? Like San yeah. Jose should beat the Golden Knights. Uh. Yeah, they, they, I, it was less that this is a team that should beat the Golden Knights so much as like this was going to be the team to beat the Golden mm. Knights. Like they, they have the, they have the top end talent to yeah. beat the Golden Knights. I think that was the, the main. So th- th- does that not like to me? And they still haven't won yet, and they still may not, you know. But I just to me, it just makes it even more legitimate how good this team is. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm how, yeah how never good, gonna how, never gonna concede this point. How I good Mark Andre Fleury is. How can you not concede this Mark point? Mark Andre Fleury has point? been very very good. In fact, like uh, bef- I'm gonna do like a slight plug before we move on. I uh on the ten day this week, I've written about uh how well Mark Andre Fleury has been playing. It's yeah. and me. why hates Mark Andre Fleury. I don't hates is kind of a strong word. I just don't think he's a very good goaltender. <laughs> it's because he's not. If, but, it, oh, if Mark Andre Fleury, let, like if he gets say, three Stanley Cups, uh, Chris gonna, Osgood also has three Stanley Cups. Oh, you can't compare the two. <laughs> no, I that that is that is unfair. So even though Smitty, for some I, unforeseeable reason, cannot concede that the Golden State Golden Knights <laughs> Golden <laughs> are a good hockey team, can the rest of the three of us agree that yes, they are a good hockey team? At what point do we decide that they're a good hockey team? What do they have? <laughs> They've to already do? defined all the others. What do they have to do to make Smitty? Uh, I will concede. I will concede team. that they're a good hockey team at their uh, at the Stanley Cup parade <laughs> next year. <laughs> next year, so they got to win this Stanley Cup and. Next Next year, I'll be like, maybe I was wrong. But, you, but we've already <laughs> talked about this. If I'm Vegas, I fold the franchise after we win, move yeah. it, and uh, great, good year, guys. Let's just say right here, if if the Las Vegas Golden Knights win the Stanley Cup this year, Smitty has to fly to Las Vegas. Oh, yeah, it sounds terrible. He also, no, you <laughs> need worst, to buy a, a Marc-Andre Fleury Golden Knights jersey Ooh. and like, hang, hang it on your wall in this room. Hang it on, on a wall? Yes. I can't even just wear it. No, both. Hang it on the wall. I would much rather just wear, wear it. Wear it for a photo shoot and yeah. then hang it on the wall. A photo, a sexy photo shoot down at Walmart. So, <laughs> so we'll keep you updated on the outcome of that game during, uh, but to me... I'm on the golden. I'm on the golden knights. I've been on it for a while. Like I, it's just fun. I just think the story's amazing. You know what's funny is calling it the Golden Knights Trail. That just feels like some mythical, <laughs> uh, some mythical journey that you're on. I feel like them. in their locker room they just have a giant round table. Uh, <laughs> Why wouldn't you? I would. Right? Yeah. 100%. Round table for sure. They need I to have, draft a guy. Named I wish Arthur. they were not. I really wish they weren't the Las Vegas Golden Knights and they were the medieval times Golden Knights. <laughs> Golden Knights is the coolest kind of knight you could ever imagine. That's expensive ass armor and it's cool as hell. What? And that's what they need. Black Knight? The Black, the Black Knight's way cooler than the Golden Knight. Have you seen the There's Martin no Lawrence Golden Knight. It wouldn't be fair. It's a movie. It's really fun. It's merely a flesh wound. It's merely. We that's, have that's a high movie. I know that. <laughs> I, I just had to clarify that. <laughs> that is also a Black Knight, though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Golden Knights winning this series, yes, in my opinion, and then uh, still the Sharks do it. Hopefully so. tonight, so we can make fun of Smitty. I hope it Ooh, happens before the week. end of this podcast. So <laughs> yeah. I hope not, because that means the podcast is going to last forever. <laughs> Which would be periods. fine because it's so much fun, right, Brian? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fun. Good. Good. Um, and kind of moving on. Uh, 
the Winnipeg uh, Nashville series has really lived up to its hype. It has. It's been unbelievable. It's been so good. Everyone yeah. is freaking out all the time. It's awesome. Yeah. I hate. I love all the trash talking between the players. Like uh, game six is tonight. Game six is tonight. No. No. Game no. six is tomorrow night. And uh, PK Subban has uh, guaranteed that they win game six. He pulled a guarantee. So we've talked about guarantees before. (laughs) PK pulled a guarantee. PK pulled a guarantee. He said he said we're going to Winnipeg and we're coming back to Nashville. Oh, I I did see that. (laughs) So we we should we should start tracking guarantees and make sure we who was right and who was wrong. Yeah, we should start tracking guarantees. Uh, I love that PK said that because I'm not I don't love guarantees at all. But I, it's always fun when someone says one. Yeah. Because regardless of the outcome of the game, you go right back to that guarantee. Be like, huh? Or like, ooh, you shouldn't have said that. But it, yeah. it's the most fun when like a substantial player says it. Like a PK Subban who could actually influence the game one way or the other. Yeah. Like that's cool. Because I would actually love it if CD Osmond was like, game seven. <laughs> We're yeah. taking out the Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> actually, that would be better. Everyone should say these. <laughs> no way. Yeah. You better be able to fucking... Sway the game one way or the other if you're going to be the one predicting. But, yeah, so win. Winnipeg's up three two right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want me to? Do you, do you want me to tell you what my prediction? So yeah. I have bad Let's news. Go back to your I prediction. have bad news. Okay. Based on current, uh, how all the series are standing in all four series, Most of your oh, there's a good chance I can go over four. Khalil over four. Meanwhile, Brian is two and zero. You're gonna be this could. This could be very bad. <laughs> I, had, I had a couple layups though. I did. I did predictions in the NBA. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm Golden gonna say this. State and Houston. Predictions. will probably win. Yeah, predictions in the Turn NHL up, are just like it, yeah, it's a toss uh, There's so many toss-ups. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I had uh, I had Preds in seven. So, it's if whoever wins that, which could very well happen, by the way. <laughs> so here, back to if. And this is theoretical, but do you think that one of those teams steamrolls, and I already know the answer, the Golden Knights if they get there. Absolutely. Mm, interesting. <laughs> I will, I, I want to make like, a, I want to make like a foolhardy bet right now on recording. Oh, I want to make, I don't, Let's I just don't know what's a, what's a foolhardy I'm bet. I'm down Ooh. for a bet here. The loser buys a jersey and has to I don't have to do, wait, wait, wait. If Jerseys the, are expensive, Brian. Yeah, I don't want to do money. Let's <laughs> how, not do how anything sure are you? money. How sure are you? I am. A hundred percent. Okay, wait. Sure. Let's make the bet next week when we know that the Golden Knights have made it through. Though it's it's premature to make the bet right now. What if we just because do like they could fair, lo- yeah? Because I because they're not going to make it through this round. Oh, <laughs> wow, cool. What if we do like now? You gotta be mad for the next podcast. We all buy Smitty drinks and candy, but if they go on, he has to buy us. No, all I don't want to do. I don't want to do anything with money. I want to do like a stupid stunt. That's that's what I. I want my punishment. We'll to come back. Stunt. We can't think of it right now, but we will revisit. Okay. Um, Trust the process. So, uh, Winnipeg, Nashville. We hope it goes Game Seven, just because it's been so entertaining. They beat up on each other, which I do think will be a factor yeah. going into the next round, Outrageous. though. Which I don't know if you know are thinking about that at all, but yeah. yeah. Uh, Here's the here's the big one. Can the Caps get the monkey, I guess if you will, off their back in this Ovechkin, this is air quotations by the way. Ovechkin Sidney Crosby rivalry. Here's 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 my opinion on this and again, I'm not the NHL expert, but if the Caps do not win this series in game 6, they will not win game 7. Mm. They got to close it. 
Game six, they play tomorrow oh, or the next day? They play tomorrow. Yeah. If yeah, they, if they, I think you're right. I think that puts the doubt in their mind. And so, oh god, yeah. If if Crosby and Gunsel and all these guys show up in Game Six and they and they dominate, like it would take a fluke goal or something, some kind of random miracle for Washington to win Game Seven. I think they better close it. Oh up. yeah, because the only way the Wash because the the Penguins don't win Game Seven, the Washington Caps lose, lose Game yeah, Seven. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. That's what that So this, is. I feel like the defining moment of this Cavs team is going to happen in Game Six. If the whole it, defining moment of uh, the Ovechkin era, of the Ovechkin is going era, to be in is Game this Six. Is it. This is it. Yeah, it's it's going to be very very intense. I felt really bad though because uh, like Barry uh, Barry Trotz like came out and said that we need the fans to believe in us for this game, and I was like, wow, man, like. That sounds very needy. Like, mm. <laughs> you should believe in yourself to like win this game. Just, yeah. just saying, I would really like a little more confidence out of you, especially the coach. Like, if yeah. it was like some sort of like. Well, Barry Trotz has been burned so many times in the past. <laughs> yeah. You know? Also, like, yeah, Barry Trotz has like, a bad track record. It's <laughs> yeah, like it's like a not. Uh, who was the old uh, Anaheim coach? Was that Randy Carlisle? Yeah. No. no before Randy Carlisle. Carlisle. Right before uh, Boudreaux. Bruce Boudreaux. Bruce Boudreaux, yeah. Was it, yeah, Bruce Boudreaux has a couple... Yeah, he's well, got Boudreaux is yeah, the ex-Caps coach. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. It's, Those two, they really yeah. they really have had a tough go. Uh, yeah, and Brayden Holpe also said something along the lines, was like, we need to believe in ourselves. And I was like, you guys sound like you've already been beat. Lost. Yeah, you sound bad. like you've already <laughs> lost. Well, you're up, you're you guys sound like you guys like the Raptors going in against a, a, a series against Cleveland, Cleveland yeah. <laughs> right now, guys. True. Have some swagger a little bit. You're the better team during the regular season. All right, right now, do the Caps close it out in the next game? Uh, no, no. I still, I still stand by my. I'm gonna stand by my pens, my pens in seven. I love the Penguins. It's hard to say that they're gonna, mm. they're gonna lose. If there's a team that can come back from this, it's the Penguins. Yeah, it's not even that much of it. Yeah, it's just you win one game and then game yeah. seven is always just, just like a toss up. Yeah. Okay, and uh, just. Just prior to the pod, uh, Tampa booked their ticket mm-hmm. uh, to the next round. Yeah, Bruins and six. <laughs> <laughs> Tampa, Smitty, <laughs> oh for one. Tampa punched their ticket to the flight to the because Bruins won, right? They punched their ticket yeah, for the off yeah, season. Yeah. Uh, so Smitty, unfortunately, this is the first actual. This is oh for one. That's right my now. big L. This yeah. is my first L. Yeah, uh, but did. This was supposed to be an intriguing matchup, though. Yeah, this was weird. They're both really, they're both really, really good teams. They did uh, Boston overperformed during the regular season than I think everybody expected them to, and the Tampa Bay Lightning have been terrible leading up to the playoffs, and then like kind of looked weak going into it, even though they're they're the closest thing to a, a powerhouse super team in the league. Mm-hmm. And so it was going to be interesting to see who comes out of this, uh, but uh, they bounced back from a bad first round uh in a big way the goaltending's been really really good their bottom six has been fantastic um brain point was unbelievable during the series um so the fact that they've been able to have their their bottom six guys step up is is huge and kucherov has just been unreal all playoffs so uh out of the what would it be there's tampa 
And then that leaves, so there's what? They're going to face whoever wins out of the Pens and Cavs. So Pens, Cavs, and then there's four teams left on the other side, right? So, so far, yeah. Golden Vegas. Knights. The who, medieval Golden Knights. Out of, who, out of everyone that's left, who who do you think wins it all? Uh, it'll, it'll be kind of interesting to see whatever happens in the Preds series, the Preds-Jet series. Those, I think, are the two best teams left in the playoffs. Do you, do you think Tampa could match up with those teams, though? Uh, I don't think so. The only thing, that, the only, like, I think they could, but the caveat is how badly beaten up those two teams are. That's, Whoever think, gets I out of that, that series. I think that is important. Like, no joke when we're talking about the next series with Golden uh, Knights. Yeah. Like, these teams are beating each other Because those, yeah, Nashville and the Jets play the hardest hockey out of all of everybody. Yeah. They have the heaviest hitting teams, the fastest teams. And it'll just be interesting to see how badly beaten up whoever the survivor of that series is. Because uh, that is what it is. Tampa, Tampa has hockey following when they're in the playoffs, right? But they don't have really good attendance in the regular season. Is they, that true or no? No, they do. They no, do? They've, they've been, yeah, they've been pretty good for a while and they've got their cups and stuff. The like they've, like it, it dips down because it is in, uh, it is like a Florida hockey team, but if it's Tampa and Golden Knights in the final, is that really bad for playoff ratings and stuff? It'll be bad for playoff ratings. That's, for yeah, sure. like I feel like that's like the league's worst nightmare right now. Yeah, Vegas Golden Knights it, probably not so much because just because they're hot and fresh right now. Not only hot and fresh, but like the Vegas as a city, I think is is I think in well the top ten, yeah. top ten for population in the states, okay. which is bonkers. So like they'll be fine with that. The only thing is, just the, the Tampa thing will suck. Yeah. But the crazy thing is, is that what was I think at the Miami Marlins game like last week they did five thousand, yeah, five thousand, and like if the Tampa Bay Lightning had five thousand, that would be like a sad thing. <laughs> so for like the Marlins to have it's like five thousand when they're like they're, stadium probably forget, holds was it one 20. of us that said their their minor league affiliate was getting more people out to their games. That's bonkers. Yeah, but uh, I think people like. The people of Miami have kind of a vendetta against the Marlins too. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. the not for going sure. on purpose. Yeah. The dream matchup for the NHL right now would be probably Penguins. 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 Nashville. No, Penguins Knights. Oh, you think so? You oh think yeah, be the oh, best. Yeah. Oh, it'd be great. So it would bad. be great. Yeah. I want you don't think Winnipeg. Right. You don't think Winnipeg? Would no, be no, no. Winnipeg would be no. the worst it's nightmare for the NHL. It's such a small But all of Canada will watch it. I Yeah, but they don't. The but. Uh, Canada ratings don't count. Oh uh, yeah, so yeah, so you would want Penguins Vegas. You want sure, Penguins yeah. Vegas. Everyone's gonna watch that. That would be an epic series. It would be an unbelievable. We already series. talked about like if, if, if Vegas wins and Mark Andre wins the, yeah, the ring right. over the Pens. Yeah, that's epic. Yeah, cool. So moving on, uh, we're almost at our favorite section, uh, and that's the at snacks with bat. Oh wait, I mean at bat. <laughs> With snacks, but just before we get there, uh, we just like to shout out to Albert Pujols, 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 uh, on joining uh, the Three Thousand Hit Club, which you know that is quite the accomplishment. There are only a handful of names in that Three Thousand Hit Club. You know what my favorite part about it is? Is that I remember when Albert Pujols first entered the league. Mm. And it makes me feel old, but it also it feels pretty cool that I watched a guy kind of from game one to whatever game he's on now. And obviously I haven't seen every three every hit he's made, but like it's pretty cool that I've paid attention to baseball for the length of those 3,000 hits. Totally. That's cool. Uh, I mean, you know, obviously we've seen a bit of a decline in him, but he's still one of the best hitters in... Uh, that, you know, it goes, he, of all time. Yeah, of all yeah. time. Like, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer for sure. Oh, yeah. 
Um, so we want, just wanted to shout out to him. But also we just need to revisit his last name a little bit before we get there. And just like, is there a worse name? Like Pujols. It's pretty unfortunate. It's a bad name. Like I, when I think of the word Pujols, I think of... You don't need more than one. Yeah. Why is that plural? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unless you're Boyle from, and he has, oh, my buttholes! <laughs> my buttholes! <laughs> I remember when I first got into baseball, then I found out about Albert Pujols, and I was like... You really, guys? His name is Pujols? And yeah. everyone was like, yeah, his name is Albert Pujols. And I was like, why are we not more I, excited I'm, about all this? Anybody <laughs> needs a nickname. It's that guy. I'm sure that there is some written rules that's like, yeah, don't make fun of my name. I think every <laughs> single fantasy baseball team that I've ever had for like the first Pujols? eight years were always Pujols. Pujols. I would like go to my way to make sure that I drafted him. It would like draft him like way to position. It would be like I'd have first overall pick and I'd be like, well, I have to draft Albert Pujols. What about Doug Fister? Yeah, Fister's a big name. Fister, I barely know her. Yeah! That's, oh, that's, that's, wow. that's, yeah. that's like, that's the one time drunk. it works. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Woo! So, I, I'm just going to go off a small I'm, tangent I here. I ought to be on the record as tossing this. <laughs> small tangent here. Does anyone watch uh, The Last Man on Earth? Uh, I've not watched season. it consistently. I've seen a bunch of episodes. Okay, so he does that in almost every single episode. <laughs> but it'll be like, oh, can you pass me the water? And he'll be like, water? I barely do her. <laughs> he does it on like all these ones. You're like, wait, what? And you're like, oh my god, there's so many. Yeah, yeah I know. So I, I'm many. also that way and do that a lot of the time. So yeah. I'm really excited that I got to do that one. Because that one... That, well, that one made actually, a lot of sense. That one's inappropriate. That's super inappropriate. I like it when they don't. We should make probably sense. cut this whole thing. Yeah, but you never know. Can I bleep that? Is that is the that worst is part? That is this the one editing the show, and he's definitely gonna cut it. Yeah, and, and that's we need to put it. Up I don't know. I feel like you guys don't know what my editing process is. Is it's a lot of just like all the stuff. There has been multiple times where we've all talked about it as a group and been like, well, "Yeah, we all need to cut that," and then I just like leave that in for sure. <laughs> so moving on to our favorite segment and. Just before, I think it's really important, uh, you know, Snacks' journey through baseball has been super fun uh, for all of us, really. Snacks is an Atlanta Braves fan, all of a sudden. I think I've changed. Snacks has gone full baseball. Like, we, Snacks didn't come to uh, pre-podcast wings. And beer. And beer, so that he could watch a pitching match. He missed out on Bud Light. Who are you? So... Uh, that's changed. full baseball yeah. snacks. Wow, man. So, Shohei Otani. Now, we've, we've made Zach a monster. Now it's time for our favorite number. segment and all of your listeners' favorite segment, At Bat with Snacks. <laughs> all right, guys. So as you know, it's your boy Snacks here. And uh, on the 10day.wordpress.com, go check it out. You can find me writing about baseball every week. And... Uh, it's really, really good, so uh, you should definitely check that out. And uh, I'm going to tell you a little bit about what I wrote last week, because I didn't preview it in the pod, because I kind of impulse wrote it on uh, May 1st, uh, a couple of days ago. I just wrote it and then posted it immediately. It wasn't even a Thursday. I wrote about a Calgary native, Mike Soroka, who got his first pitching start in the MLB, and uh the only thing you really know need to know about Mike Soroka is that he's from Calgary, and he was born the day after Bret Hart defeated The Undertaker <laughs> in 1997's WWF, not WWE, SummerSlam. And he absolutely crushed it. And I think it's really cool when you see someone have a debut, their Major League debut, and they just absolutely kill it. I like... Uh, 
as we've talked about in the podcast, I love the 76ers. I love rookies. I love young players. I like seeing young talent come into leagues and just absolutely crush everyone right away. And uh, the all three of the youngest players in the MLB on this night were all in the starting lineup for the Atlanta Braves, which is really cool. We saw Albiez and Okuna Jr. and the Calgary native Soroka take it out, and uh, they got the W. And you can find that on the 10-day to check out more. And something I'm working on right now is uh, the best Twitter handles out of every MLB player. And uh, there's some good ones in there. I'll give you a little preview right now of what you can find. Is There is a Diamondsback pitcher named John Duplantier. And his Twitter handle is Dupe. There it is. <laughs> Which is pretty great, and I love that so much. That's a great handle. So uh, just a couple more. I'll give you some pictures just so you can prepare for this article that's coming out. Is uh, Walker Bueller for the Dodgers, who just had a great start for the Dodgers and has just cracked the rotation since Ryu went down. His Twitter handle is at Bueller's Day Off, which is pretty great. If you have that last name, you just got to use it. Max Coons of the Mets, you can find him at Hakunza Matata 16, wow. which uh, it's great. And uh, I'm going to be uh, making a list of my favorite of all of these MLB players and their best Twitter handles. I love how you're, you're not making a list of like best Twitter accounts. You're like, I don't care what these guys say. I just want to know what their sweet Twitter handle is. The best is if he just like listed a bunch of his favorites and they all just like were tweeting terrible, terrible things. It's all just like mega <laughs> accounts. Just really bad things. A just weird really thing that I found things. is that a lot of MLB players have private Twitters. That's weird. Like, which is weird for professional athletes. You've never, I've never seen that in any NFL or like. You probably even look. It's because I bet you everyone does, man, because they have their their pro their pro account. And then it's know. because they're all from the south, and they all have been locked by like their team's representatives because they are just all tweeting mega stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, best. but actually, here's a question, and this is something I've never actually thought about. Can you have a verified private account? No, these guys, like some of these guys in the uh, MLB, like guys who are like maybe like fifth on the rotation for pitching and stuff like this, they only have like a thousand followers. Like they're they're not out there doing it. And one last thing before we move on for, uh, you can find this, the10day.wordpress.com. Jason Grilly, former uh, Toronto Blue Jay pitcher. Ooh. Beauty. Grilled Cheese 49. Oh, yeah, we all know. So See, yeah, yeah. We know that, though. We only know that because we love Jason Grilly. And Grilly Toronto brings the fire. 49 grilled cheeses. Yep. That's a lot of, that's a lot of grilled cheeses. So uh, check out the website for at back with snacks. It is now time for everyone's favorite segments. At Bat with Snacks. <laughs> oh, wow. At Snacks with, <laughs> with Bat, with Craig with Bat, hitting at Snacks with oh Bat. Oh my god, yeah. what's going on? It's sauce and toss. <laughs> snacks just got tossed. Yeah. Snacks is so tossed. That's blasphemy. So, sauce and tossed. The very first one I have. I don't think any, there needs to be no buildup. Just straight up, Lebronto. Uh, I'm saucing it. Explain why, though. Like, explain yeah, I thought why. we were just doing it. Just no, I'm not going to explain. Oh, okay. <laughs> We've already done... Explain why you're saucing it. Um, oh. Because he owns Toronto and he's a LeBron. It makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. I like LeBron, and uh, it, he does own Toronto. There's no disputing that. And also the Photoshop of the Toronto sign in Nathan Phillips Square where somebody made it so it said Le- LeBronto was very funny, so... 
I mean, I don't like it, but I have to sauce it because it's true. <laughs> I also don't like it, but I do find it fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, at this point, I'm kind of just laughing at our struggles against it. You know what's funny is, what took so long? Why is why is it that why it's it now no? coming in? I, w- I wish we could say because LeBron's no, like LeBron no, but it's it's not happening. No, it's because the reason yes. the reason yeah, now that he, owns, yes. he owns Toronto is that this was the best Toronto team ever and the worst Cavs team and ever. the absolute worst Cavs team. Yeah. So I guess I'm I I've actually laughed at it. I have found it quite funny. It's amusing a little bit, and I'm just pretty fed up. So I guess that's us all around. Ready for this one though. Boneless chicken wings. Chicken nuggets, I love them. Oh, I sauce it so hard. Sometimes I just don't want to deal with the bones. It is what it is. Uh, Two redeeming qualities about St. Louis wings is that uh, they have on their unlimited wings... Night, you can do boneless wings, which is you just amazing. Get so much meat, and then yeah, second, straight up chicken breast. Yeah. Great. Second of all, shout out Austin Parkin. They give you fries with your wings, which is also awesome. It is true. <laughs> I'm absolutely saucing it. Like there's a time and a place for both, and uh, sometimes I want bones in, sometimes I don't. I strictly eat boneless wings at Wild Wings. Yeah, I me too. Oh, I do too. Wild wing wings are terrible. Yeah, I don't yeah, eat, I don't, so hard. I don't go to Wild Wing yeah. a lot, but if I happen to be at Wild Wing, it's boneless, boneless no matter what because yeah. their wings suck. Typically, if, when I'm at St. Louis, I get boneless as well. How do their wings suck so hard? It's unbelievable. I know. They're I expensive know. and they, they, they are terrible. so expensive. Yeah, and it's they don't wild. really have a sweet wing. It's wild. It's, it's wild that their wings it's are so wild how bad their wings are. All right, ready for this sauce? This is a this is a big sauce here. It's used very sparingly. And maybe you've used it, maybe you haven't. Balsamic reduction. I'm about it. I like it. It's good. Have you I'm had it? it? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's next. You know that has to be a legit question anytime we But if I say, yeah, I anything. like it. Yeah, didn't you just discover hot dogs? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like this <laughs> like, is a legitimate question. <laughs> if you're like, do you like this thing? I'm like, yeah, I think it's great. And you're like, but have you tried but you would, but Do I just like it in theory? But you would not be <laughs> the only person that's like, man, I don't like those. But like, have you tried it? They're like, no. You're like, well... <laughs> How do you know that? But yeah, no one says yes eat. to that. It's like, oh yeah, I love that. Have you had it? No. At the same time, I love how it's like, uh, hey, Snacks, have you? how do you feel about hot dogs? And it's like, oh, no, I've never had one before. And then it's like, hey, how do you feel about balsamic reduction? Yeah. And you're like, oh, I oh, love it. So I eat good, it like most yeah. of the time, actually. But we, I guess you used to work in a kitchen, <laughs> so that makes sense. Balsamic reduction is amazing. Some places, I, I've been served fries with, oh, maybe it's Dr. J's. Dr. Yeah, it is. They do the balsamic reduction. Yeah, they do. Whoo, that is delicious. Was that sauced on your end? Yeah, it was sauced on my end. Sauced? Uh, I sauced it, but I don't want, like, a, like I don't want too much of it. Yeah. You know? Like, I don't want... I, I like the way that Dr. J's does it on the fries, because it's just, like, a touch. So nice. And you're not, like, overwhelmed. Because Did sometimes you... it can be pretty, like, vinegary. But it's, it's good. That would make sense. Yeah. Because it's reduced... Balsamic vinegar. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying. Sometimes it can be overwhelmingly vinegar, which I'm not a big vinegar guy. So the reason I put the next one down is because I went in for breakfast this morning. I had French toast and I put maple syrup all over it. But I also dipped my bacon in it and I dipped my sausage in it as well. And I was like, oh, maple syrup is a sauce. It is. Yeah. It's a perfect breakfast sauce. It's yeah, and it's so specific though to breakfast. Mm-hmm. Right, like when else are you using it other than maybe desserts? When I read this, I was like, "Yeah, I sauce it. I love it for breakfast." But what about have you? 
I've never had this or seen it. Maple syrup on a wing. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. it works. Like, maple that's barbecue. Kinda, like, I feel like on a breaded bar- wing, it but would honey, be super sick. Honey garlic is the sweet, right? So, like, some people do, like, maple sweetness with, like, hot. That There's, like, a maple work. one at, at uh, Black... Or, not, a uh, Black Honey. Um, Dr. J's. Dr. J's has a... Crown Royal Maple. Yeah, yeah. the Crown Royal Maple is really, yeah. really good. Yeah. I'm a diehard maple person. I uh, love maple, I use, yeah. I'll just use, like, maple syrup as, like, a replacement for sugar in anything. Mm, I'll, like, sw- yeah. I'll, in my coffee and stuff, yeah. just put maple syrup in. Yeah, so yeah. much better. Maple syrup's the best. I put it on ribs. I put it in pork roast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally, yeah. And, like, you were talking about, like, at breakfast, I'm a goddamn monster when it comes... If you get, like, one of those, like, like a regular, like, breakfast plate... You get like sausages and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Maple syrup's going on everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I grew up in a household where it was okay to douse your bacon <laughs> and sausage in maple syrup, and it was like a nice, yeah. tasty treat. So, so good. Sausage. Yeah, maple syrup is. I mean, we're good old Canadians. Uh, yeah, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we would lose our Canadian <laughs> yeah. if, uh, if we toss that one. Uh, okay, next one. Uh, we talked about it briefly, but Donovan Mitchell taking kind of the blame for game three loss and. And then is it now kind of his team, which we've talked about? Sauced or tossed? Saucing it. Absolutely sauced. I can't imagine tossing this. Leader of the team. Yeah. He's taking taking that team by its goddamn balls. Yes, Snacks is uh, in the process of buying a Donovan Mitchell Utah Jazz jersey. An Utah, yes. He's such a fan. Yeah, he's such a fan. And he's just going to say ROI on it. I'm actually sick next week. I can't do the podcast anymore. ROI number eight. That's fine. Craig's kicking you off for character issues. That's true. So, I mean, I, I've i also loved these comparisons. I want to know if you guys love them too, but uh, when they've compared Toby from The Office to uh, uh, Kent, what's his name? Joe again? Joe Ingles. Ingles. Joe Ingles. Joe yeah. Inglis. Joe Inglis. So, like, the goddamn truth. I just, like, I saw a meme and it just it's just a picture of Toby from The Office and then a side-by-side with him. And just as when, when Toby from The Office drops 20 and you're like, that's so awesome. The, one of my favorite things about Joe Ingles, and I think I mentioned this in the Slack, but I want to bring it up now, is uh, he's like 10 months older than Russell Westbrook, but like 20 years older than Wes- Russell yeah, Westbrook at like the it. exact yeah. same time. He is the most 30-year-old guy in the NBA. No one who's 30 in the NBA looks like Joe Ingles. That's so but everyone I know who was 30, they look like Joe Ingles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does. He just looks like that guy you... I I described him as like a like a high school geography teacher. Totally, you know? yeah. But like at a bad high school, so he still has to work weekends at Staples. Yeah, like I picture him showing up to games with khakis and like a a short sleeve button up striped shirt tucked into his khakis. Him and yeah. Tim Duncan going on two for one deals at Old Navy. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm I'm like really really excited for uh, Joe Ingles to like continue to like up his game to the point where the Utah <coughs> Jazz have to like put him on, like, promotional stuff. Like, they'll have no choice. Or it'll just be, like, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, and then it'll just be Joe Ingles. Man, the coach, <laughs> the coach, uh, what's the coach, Quinn Snyder? Is that the coach? Yeah. He fucking loves Joe Ingles. Yeah. He's the best. When Gordon Hayward was there, and before they had, uh, even when they had George Hill for a little bit, he used to play point guard. He used to play point forward role. Yeah, like, they, like Quinn James Snyder says he's a Swiss Army knife. Like, whatever, yeah. he, whatever yeah. he wants him I to mean, do, I mean, he can play the one do. through four. He can play four positions. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, just quick update, Houston's up 79-65, end of the third, on the Utah Jazz. Yeah, that's probably ball game. Okay, uh, so after, after LeBron hit the epic buzzer beater... Uh, 
his quote at the end of it was, the level of difficulty of that shot is, it's difficult. Don't try this at home. Soster tossed. Tossed. Fuck that, man. I don't even, I don't even know that really. That was like a non-answer, if anything. So I'm gonna go and Soster tossed. I'm gonna go and. I will go. To, I'm gonna go and. I don't, I don't care. Too. He said a lot of things that made me feel things, and that wasn't. That wasn't. One. Yeah, that made me feel absolutely nothing. Okay. That was like one of those. Something. That was like one of those things where it's like, it hey, like, what, like, what's your thoughts on this? And it was like, I have no thoughts. Listen, like, like that was his subtle brag, though. Like, <laughs> yeah, the level of difficulty of that shot is it's difficult. Yeah, that's what it was. Is yeah. it was to me, it's it's yeah. very cocky. No, because so like, yeah. no, I don't know. I hate if that's it because it's cocky. such an easy shot. We all would have made that. Yeah. I don't know if that's that cocky. Because he was going to be cocky about it and be like, I don't know if there's a single person outside of me who could make that shot. That's well, basically, basically what he was saying. He basically said yeah, that. That's he why he you're said reading into that way difficult. too much. Don't try this at home. Yeah. And it's, it's like, Imagine if you were a Toronto Raptor and you had 19 chances to get offensive rebounds and shoot it back and you missed them all. Yeah. And I hit my first one really hard. They couldn't do it, but I did it so fast. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I also would love... I would, um, the amount of, like, physical violence that would happen if I saw DeMar DeRozan do that at the buzzer, I, and <laughs> I would have lost it. I would have absolutely lost it. If I saw DeMar DeRozan try that shot and just, like, miss, I would just, just be like, what the... <laughs> Fuck is wrong with that guy? <laughs> well, you gotta you gotta play in the fourth quarter in, in order to. Yeah, that's shot. true. Yeah. Oh, take a pot shot. Okay, so this one's very specific to me. So I like at the beginning of this series, I decided not to watch any of the games. It's like saucer toss, saucer so, no saucer toss that decision. <laughs> so uh, when yeah, the... saucer toss that decision, I was I, I saucer your decision because I've watched. Uh, two and a half out of the three games, and it has been a very frustrating experience. So I respect your decision to back away from That's it. That's why yeah. I didn't watch it. I sure uh, as shit am not watching game four. I'm going yeah, to sauce it too because you made the right choice. It's been it's been really hard to watch. It's been and like It's like almost, it's insane how hard it's been. This this is the worst it could have been. This is by far the worst it could have been. Totally. Yeah. Like, like we're, we're a one blowout loss and then two absolutely heartbreaking I feel like, yeah. uh, overtime losses. Like, that is that is the worst case scenario. Do heartbreaking you, losses, the only thing that's worse than a heartbreaking loss is a blowout loss where you've already, you're already out of it by the, by the half. I think deep in my heart, I kind of felt like, and I didn't want to say it, but I felt like the Cavs would win. But nowhere in... Nowhere would I ever would have predicted that the Raptors would be down three and up. No, no way. And that's what makes no. It so I kind of thought it would be like two and two at this point. Devastatingly disappointing. Yeah. So, uh, comparing this to, uh, I feel what Craig's going through is uh, the Seventy Sixers. Ben Simmons played eighty-one games. Joel Embiid played sixty-three. We uh, ended up with the third seed. We have a top ten draft pick coming into the. Lottery for sure, and uh, Meek Mill got free from prison, and uh, that's the, <laughs> that's the end of our season. That was. I enough. have no idea what's gonna happen. Put I him back in jail. I have a question. How many he's played? MB played sixty three games. Yeah, because he was resting. How long was the back. first se- the first series? Six games. Was it six games? Oh, that was nice. What? I was trying to figure out how many games he had played in total. Hmm. 
so sauced all around. Like, this is why I chose not to watch it, because I've just had, it's been like two or three years of just unbearable basketball. The process doesn't prepare you for watching the playoffs. I wish we were losing. I felt a lot better than mm. the, at that point. Okay. Uh, so, in baseball news, Ichiro has, even though he signed with the Mariners uh, in the offseason, I'm sure this was part of it, but uh, he's made a transition to the front office. They had to. He was not a startable baseball player at all. So, sauce or tossed? Uh, I'm going to sauce it. I think it's cool that he has a spot in this franchise, and, like, the baseball season is so long, so when they play the series in Japan, they might play him for a couple of games, which is cool, because it doesn't matter. Four games don't matter in baseball. That, yeah, that's the... They've already come out and said, likely he'll suit up for those games. I just... I think, see that? I would, I would sauce it if they didn't do that. Because mm. it actually bugs me. Like, it's like, okay, so he's going to be retired, but... The MLB has already given us this series in Japan in 2019 against the Angels because Ichiro was going to play Shohei Otani. But now we don't get to do that. Like, it's... That it it bugs me that they're like, oh yeah, well, he's gonna retire and he's gonna transition to the 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 front office, but we're gonna bring him back for four games at the start of twenty nineteen just because we want to make our fans in Japan happy and yeah. and the MLB happy because the MLB is pissed at us right now for yeah. taking him off the field. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna toss it just because of that article at the end of the off season where they talked about how um, Ichiro was just like. I would die if I wasn't playing baseball. Ichiro wants to play at least 50. Yeah. This is not his decision. No. Yeah. And I was just like... So bad. And it's like... Yeah. It sucks. It's just like... There is no... There's no silver lining. He won't be a happy person. Well, it's no, just, it's I don't like, think so. And I think he might, like... I don't know what... But, yeah, I wonder if he'll go... Like, if he'll ask for... Tr- I don't even know if he can trade him. Can someone pick him up now? Like, I just... Why not I don't just... Know. Not if he signed to the front office. They should have just released him. Just release him, and then... They wouldn't do that. They're trying to do something right, because he was a Seattle Mariner, right? Yeah. Well, they could have released him, and then given him his chance to... Obviously, I bet... Who wants him? So, I I think I just said, like, five seconds ago that this isn't Ichiro's decision, but you would think if Ichiro wanted to play somewhere, they would have released him, and he would get a shot to, to go somewhere else, but maybe... Maybe he doesn't want to play anymore. Yeah. Or maybe he does want to play and just doesn't think he would get a shot. I don't know. It's super dumb, though, that you'd be like, okay, we're going to force this guy into retirement, and then we're going to bring him back for the first series in Japan just because. When he hasn't played for a year. Just because, yeah, right, he hasn't played. Oh, yeah, totally. Just because we feel like we wonder, like, in the winter if he'll play, he'll probably play something somewhere. I don't, why why not why not just leave and go play pro ball in Japan for another two or three years and then just walk off to the sunset? Yeah, they can, and then instead of it being two MLB teams playing, it'd be the LA Angels versus like the uh, the Ham Fighters. The, yeah, make the World Series the an actual Ham, World Ham Series. Ham Fighters, yeah. But I think he's still making oh his. Oh my god! <laughs> and it's always like world champions of the league that plays only in America. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and that one team in Canada. Yeah, that one team in Canada. <laughs> Which is a thing that is exists in both the MLB and the NBA. They're like, yeah. it's the World Series because we allow that team to exist. Yeah. yeah, but it was still the World Series prior to. So that kind of brings us to the end, and we just had a very heated debate about uh, mustard, and uh, we're going to go with French's mustard as honey the mustard. honey mustard. But <laughs> we're not going with honey mustard. Yeah, yeah we are. This is my choice. This is my choice. Sauce of the week is my choice. 
Yellow mustard is literally the worst mustard. Wow, that is the French's flagship mustard. <laughs> and we're going to French French's French's first ever sponsor. <laughs> So much. I, I have it on my head. So bye, bye, little Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> this heart's on fire. This heart's on fire. This heart's on fire. This heart's on fire.